This is the Two Fish Podcast, where we try to keep biblical truths simple. Your hosts, Nick Burt and Aaron Apple. Hey, 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 we're back for another episode. Uh, make sure you are checking us out on Facebook and Instagram. And uh, we hope that you have had a good week and you're all caught up on our episodes. Yeah. Um, Make sure you're leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcast. If you enjoyed the content. Yes. Don't don't bother if you don't. But (laughs) if you enjoy the content, if you're being blessed by this, um, it does greatly help. So what are we talking about this week? This week we are talking about faith or works. Ooh. What matters? When it comes to salvation. Yeah. Um, that's a sticky subject. I think that's, I think that the church in general can definitely be divided on that. Yeah. This is one of those ones. I think you describe it as a pendulum can swing Yeah, either way. Yeah. We can go from one and we have friends that have gone literally from one side of the spectrum to the other side of the spectrum. And the goal is to find that middle sweet spot. That is the goal. So, Hey, we're going to break that down a little bit tonight. The main two places um, where this subject is kind of pulled out from when we talk about, hey, is your salvation um, based on your faith? Is it based on your works? Where those two come from, they come out of Ephesians and then out of James, um, are usually tend to be the two places where we can talk about this. And for me, I always pull from Ephesians when I think about this. So Paul is writing to the church of Ephesus. Um, In chapter two, verses eight and nine, I got here, it says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. And I think, I think the reason that the, for me, and I feel like I've been on both sides of this, for me, when he says so that no one can boast, when, when I boast, if I, if I'm saved, actually, if I do anything. Let's say it's let's say we're playing baseball, okay? You and I are playing baseball. Okay. And our team wins. Yeah. But I hit a home run that pushed us over the edge. I don't know if the, it's a miracle. Yeah. That would be a miracle. I played softball for a while, <laughs> not even got close. No. But the team won. Right. It was the team's whole game is the reason we won, but I hit a home run at the end. And so if I boast and I say, yeah, the team won because of me, right? what I'm doing is I'm saying the rest of the team didn't matter. The other eight innings of the nine-inning baseball game were irrelevant because I hit a home run and I won the game. Yeah. And I'm taking, I'm taking, the, um, I'm, I'm taking it away from the team and I'm making it more of an individual thing. And I think when we, when we talk about f- our salvation and we talk about works, to me, it's saying I did it myself and the way I read scripture. No, you didn't. God did it. I really like that analogy and using baseball. Uh, so I coached travel, helped coach travel baseball for a while. Um, I didn't really grow up playing baseball, but coaching and mm-hmm. I, re- I, I found what a team sport it is, but it is by individual efforts, mm-hmm. but you're playing for the team. Yeah. Um, and, I agree with our walk and faith that 
there's a there's an individual part to it, but it's not just you doing it. God is with you, and hopefully you're surrounded by other people that are helping you along the way yeah. too. So it's no one thing that you or I do yeah. for our salvation. It is what God does through us yeah. for salvation. And if we go boasting about what I did, then yeah, we're not giving the credit to God. Yeah, and I think you. I think you can look at that. I think exactly what we're saying can count for works too. But as far as salvation, when we come to Jesus and we say, you know what, I'm a broken person. I am currently a broken person. I need God in my life. Not, and what shouldn't happen is. I need to go fix myself, make sure I'm not a broken person and then give my life to Christ. Okay. That's, I got to, I want to say that right up front, but I'm a broken person. I'm coming to Jesus. I accept Jesus. I accept what he did, dying on the cross, all that raising from the dead, taking my sins, being that sacrifice. He fills me with the Holy spirit. Cause that's what the Bible says. I am saved. It is by grace. Like it says in Ephesians by his grace that I'm saved through the, my faith in accepting Jesus Christ. Okay. And it's not from our, it's not from me. It's because of his grace. It is the gift of God. And then it says verse nine again, not by works so that I can't boast because if, if I could boast at all, if I could say, well, I'm saved because I did this or right. I did that, then the sacrifice that God made kind of is irrelevant. Right, our heart wouldn't be in the right spot. Exactly, it would. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, true faith in Jesus, and this I think is where works come in, which I think works are they are important, but not to our salvation. So when we have faith in Christ, we want we end up being a changed person. We're we're dead in our old ways. We're reborn in Christ, and then. Our, our actions will start to be different. We'll start to want to live different. The Holy Spirit will convict us on things that never convicted us before. I, n- I never thought of this as being wrong, but now I feel convicted. I can find it in scripture. You know what? I'm not, I'm not doing it right. Right. And I need to change my ways. And be- out of that, out of changing my ways and out of, um, you're going to see fruit, good fruit. And that's where the works come in. But it's not because it's not to save us. It's because we're saved. We have a changed life and we want to do good works for other people. Right. We're, I don't know the verse, but we're to be trimming off the bad branches. Mm -hmm. Right. So the, and, and he tells us to gouge out our eye if it's causing us to sin or cut off our hand. Like it's a continual process. It's not once and done. Yeah. Right. We got to keep walking this thing out and keep after we've come to Christ, we got to keep working. Yeah. It's that working out our salvation. Right. And and becoming a better person and a better follower of Christ and going out and reaching out to other people to bring them to the kingdom. Like it's not like you just go once and I did this and I'm saved type thing in my, my opinion. Yeah. But, I think as this points to through our faith we will we will have works involved but yeah 
and I think what where you're going to and and maybe that's for another episode, but that once saved, always saved kind of mindset, I think is what you're kind of touching on. And I think that's where kind of some of the church can be divided on is, is do, if I say the prayer, quote unquote, the prayer of salvation, I'm good. I can live however I want. Right. Because God's grace is going to cover me. We had a conversation about this a couple weeks ago. You can't out sin grace. Yeah. Well, I, I, believe that i believe that god has an enormous amount of grace for everything we do but that should not be you should also need to see the other side of that coin is we need to be repentant yeah and we need to live a life differently we're not going clubbing on saturday night getting trashed and walking in drunk on sunday morning right and just thinking that's okay right because that's that that's not showing the good fruit of our faith in Jesus Christ, right? So while I do agree that God's got a ton of grace for us, we also need to understand that hey, we need to see when we're doing wrong. We need to strive to not do wrong, and when we do do wrong, we should be convicted about it. And maybe not. Maybe we're not saying, "God, forgive me. This is how I grew up." God, forgive me in my sins. Wipe, wipe me, wash me white as snow. Wash my heart white as snow. I remember praying that all the time as a kid. Maybe it's not to that extreme because that starts to be very work-based. If I have to every time I sin, which would be a we'd be on it. We'd be we praying, wouldn't get anywhere. We'd be praying every day, all day. <laughs> right. But you go from that, that's the one extreme, to the I can do whatever I want. Yeah. Because once I got saved as a as a eight year old at church camp, VBS church camp. And I can now do what I want, do whatever I want, when I want, how I want. And that's the, that's the, I think the danger side of that, um, work, um, of the grace side. So I think that's where we got to find that happy medium in the pendulum. Yeah. So I think that points to Ephesians two ten. for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Yeah. But the only way we're going to know this is if we're connecting to our Holy spirit, if we're connecting to God through our spirit, through Jesus, through God, however that process works, right. Mm -hmm. Which probably once again, another episode somewhere down the road, but we have to be in connection with that, with that spirit. And you you said earlier, like we're going to be convicted when we're not doing the the good works that we should be doing, and as we continue to walk this out, as we do produce good fruits, like we're gonna we're gonna notice that people around us are gonna see the light of Jesus in us. Yeah. They're gonna see the fruits you're producing. Yeah. But on the other end, if you're just doing it to boast about it and say, look at all the good things I did. Yeah. You're not really producing good fruit. Yeah. Look at all the money that I gave to charity and that that's one of those good works. That's one of those um, fruitful things that we do because we want to take care of the orphans and the widows. We see a need. We want to give towards a need or we want to um, serve in a place where we think is a need. Um, those works are good works. Those are things we're doing because we changed. Um, I'll, I'll call you out. We were, we were talking this week and you're like, Oh, look at that. There's a cow and a horse. We live in 
farm country indiana um there's a hot car uh, a cow and a horse walking down the side of the road like yeah. not in their pen and then so i said wow man good on you i would have just drove off said wow that's weird there's a horse leading a cow yeah it was it was really weird but you pulled in and you knocked on the door to see if anyone's home hey your cows got out that that is one of those fruitful things you do when you when your heart changes and your heart starts empathizing with different things and not ha they're gonna their cow's gonna get hit ha ha right you just start to think and live a little differently and those are the works that we're talking about that are good but those works those things saving that cow's life from getting hit by a F one fifty those works do not save us no that is not going to bring you salvation in christ right and i think that's where sometimes the the mix-up is yeah that reminds me of uh, something i posted earlier this week as uh we were reading through acts three and it it just reminded me as uh, in the first couple of verses and i don't have them here but that all we need to do is give people jesus and share the good news with people and and like pulling into the those people's driveway, nobody was home, but I took the time to knock. Yeah. To say, Hey, your animals are out and by the time I got done doing that, the animals had kind of walked around and they were in a, a much safer zone. But it is in those moments just slowing down and doing what was put on your heart. Like I yeah. wanted to drive past. I actually drove past, turned around and came back. Yeah. Because something in me said, hey, go back and make sure that horse and cow don't get ran over. Because yeah. it was a it's a busy road. Not only is that really going to injure the animal, but like the car that hits them yeah. too. But in that Acts 3, um, it just reminded me what you were saying that, you know, we got to slow down. And, and our purpose is to boast about jesus and not about ourselves yeah so to to slow down in our daily activities and just go share the good news share the gospel be the light of yeah or be the light if if you're not necessarily praying or talking with everyone you see you're at least showing the light of jesus you're showing the good fruit where someone could say man that was a nice thing he did right maybe they'll ask about it you always have those people that that you see and you're like they are way too happy like why are they why are they so happy right some people are so it's almost annoying how happy they are but you're like what is it about well it's the fruit that comes from our salvation and faith in jesus christ so that's out of our faith that we want to do those good deeds not for our salvation you know but to work out and to show that hey you know what i do have my faith in jesus So then we can go to James. So that was Ephesians. Now we can go to James. And um, James 2.14 says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or a sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you say to them, Go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, Faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. Okay. So what that I, I think what that's saying is our faith should be living and active, not to prove we are saved, 
but to bring glory to God because of our faith in him. And I think it's, 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 it's in him showing this is where we were and through him, this is where we are now. And that's kind of where the way I, I read that is, and even like we were talking before in Ephesians, it, these works that it talks about, it's, it's to, sh- it's, it's almost showing where we've come from. You know, think back on your life of where you've been, some of the low places that you've been, some of those dark times you've been, and think about where you are now. Maybe you're not in a a ton greater place, but you're probably better off. And think, man, look at where God's taken me from here to here. And it might be through other people, through the good deeds of other people that brought you to that point where you became saved where you put your faith in Jesus Christ and you accepted his grace. And then you started to live differently. And now those, those deeds, like it says, someone comes, like it says, someone comes and, and needs, and needs clothes and daily food. And you say, Oh, go in peace, keep warm and well-fed. And then you shut the door on them without giving them food or anything. Like, what, what What? good does that do them? It doesn't do them anything. No, that would do them no good. So I was going to go back to verse 14. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? That word claims really just stuck out to me. Like, so they're saying I have faith, but they're not doing any any deeds. And yeah. it's almost like they're he's putting into question, do they actually have faith yeah. if they're not doing any deeds? Like they, they go hand in hand to a degree. I, I think where I would where I would want to make sure we clarify is is faith in Jesus Christ goes hand in hand with doing good things, but our salvation, the act of being saved does not go hand in hand with works. Right. I just want to make sure that clear uh, yeah. that I'm clarifying that. I love what you're saying, but I want to make sure that we're saying it's not works and salvation. It's our faith and our living out our salvation. Yeah. So, and it, it's being that light. So when you have faith, being the light of Jesus, like people are going to see it and they're going to, they're going to notice that something in your life changed. Yeah. Especially when yeah, you receive the Holy Spirit and and you go forth and you're living a little bit different. Yeah. They're going to that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And I I don't know why I just thought about this, but you know, I think Christians get from non-Christians and I've gotten this um with people before. Well, you're not a very good Christian. What do you mean I'm not a very good Christian? Well, I saw you get angry, which is something I've said in the past that I've dealt with. You know, my anger sometimes will get the best of me. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I do. But I'm not, I'm not, hey, I'm not a perfect person. I'm, I'm called to be, but I never will be. But that's where that grace and, and understanding and the repentance can come in which I don't want to say it's a work, but I'm convicted, man, man I lost my cool. I lost my cool at right. job, I work. I lost my cool with my kids or my wife. 
that repentance that five seconds after you do that, you realize, oh man, what am I doing? What am I doing? That's not showing the love of Christ. That's not the way Christ would treat his bride. That's not the way Christ would treat the church. Right. Ah. So that's, those are those things that we're talking about when we say, you know, none of us are perfect. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. None, none of us are perfect. Like we're not going to, we're not going to get this down in one try. Yeah. You're not going to have good works every second of the day. We're all going to be tempted to do things that we shouldn't do. And we're going to fall into that temptation sometimes. Right. And we're going to screw up. But that's where the, the change of heart comes in where we understand we screwed up and we can repent and try to live differently. Right. And our faith in Jesus that we're, we're covered when we do screw up. Yeah. But we need that repentance. Yeah. That repentant heart. Maybe not repentance as an act every time it happens, but that repentant heart. Yeah. So James 2.26, I think, feeds into this. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Mm. So there he's kind of saying it again. Like, if you're going to have faith in Jesus, you're going to do things differently. You're not going to continue down the same road of the same sins. You're not going to continue to be a drunkard. You're not going to continue to watch porn for another 20 years. You're not going to continue to yeah. do whatever, whatever your sinful nature is. Yeah. You're going to, with faith, you're going to try and walk away from that. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say you're not going to slip up. Like I was just saying, not to say you're not going to have a mess up and you know, People are going to see that, and then they're going to say, "Well, you're a hypocrite." No, I'm I'm still working out my faith. It's an everyday thing. I'm I'm still striving to do to do be the best that I can be, and it's just having that repentant heart. So this verse brings up the spirit, and that's that thing we got to be connected to, yeah, so that we can do this. Like we're Nick and I are starting to read a, a book which I don't know the name of the book, but it's about the Holy Spirit and how to connect to it. And You mean you haven't started reading it? I did. I read the – I oh, did my assignment. I have not yet. I still got to do uh, that part. <laughs> <laughs> I still got time. I still got time. But we got to connect to our, to our spirit and to Jesus to be able to live this out and yeah. to have the correct faith with the correct works. Yeah. Like they're going to go hand in hand but it's got to be done correctly. Yeah. I like that. You can't have works, good fruit works without faith. Yeah. And faith without works is dead. It's true. Every time. Yeah. Awesome. This is really dangerous though. It's such a like, such a line that we walk. Yeah. Like, you can easily teeter one way or the other. And you said you grew up in a church and you felt like it was work-based. Yeah. What's your example of that? Um, I think kind of like what I was trying to say is the repentance. I remember when the uh, when the Left Behind series came out, I was a little kid, and I got the youth version. And uh, I remember reading that and thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get left behind. The rapture is going to happen, which if you grew up in the church and you, you know exactly what I'm talking about when you're, it's a Saturday morning and you go out into the living room or something and you can't find your parents 
And if you grew up in the church, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh, did the rapture happen? I got left behind. That, that's, that's how I grew up. Um, but I remember specifically thinking, if I sin, I'm going to get left behind. And so I need to make sure that I repent for every single sin that I ever commit, which would have been impossible. And I didn't. But, you know, sometimes we sin and not, we don't even know we're sinning because we haven't maybe caught it in the Bible yet or something. I don't know. But we haven't been, con- the Holy Spirit hasn't convicted us on that part of our life yet. And I think we go through seasons where one thing is fine, we think it's fine, and then one day all of a sudden we feel convicted about it. And I feel like growing up, the example would have been that, um, thinking I need, I don't want to be left behind, I, I want to go to heaven, so I need to make sure that I'm repenting every time I know I sinned. If I lied, I need to repent about it. If I um, hit my sister or something when we were fighting, I, that sounds like I abused her that's not true but when we get in fights i needed to make sure that i asked for forgiveness like i said that wash me white as snow i remember praying that a million times when i was a kid because i didn't understand i don't think i was taught at church the grace side of it yeah the other side of that pendulum of saying i don't need to work that's me working for my salvation that's me making sure that i'm making sure by my own power that I ask for forgiveness every single time I screw up. That's by my works then that I'm saved. Yeah. Because if I'm not doing that, I'm not saved. And I'm not going to heaven. I'm going to get left behind. And yeah. I don't want to be left behind. So that's that. That For the example, that's kind of what I'm talking about is, is um, my works of asking for forgiveness negates God's grace and dying on the cross. Right. It, it didn't have to happen then. If, if it's by me doing what I'm doing, Jesus didn't have to go and die on the cross for my sins. Yeah. So that would be the example. So mine, I didn't grow up in the church, so I really had no concept of either one, but I've always been a pretty good guy. And I always figured I was always, yeah, like I work hard. I do like, I always figured that that was enough. Like I didn't need to go to church. You were a good person. I was a good person. Yeah. But was I producing good fruit? Uh, I could probably go through my track record and say <laughs> no. <laughs> I was not. And yeah. and that has changed. Yeah. Um, the other thing this, this makes me think of, and like you were judging yourself, right? Mm. And I was probably judging everybody else because yeah. that's the type of person I was. We can't, we're not the judgers it's in true. this situation. And I think that's also another dangerous line with faith and works like somebody could have awesome faith and you you don't see the work they're doing right so maybe they at home pray for hours for things they might not even know what they're praying for and like that is what god has called them to do but it's something you or i never see but they come to church and we're like they don't do anything else they don't serve they don't or you see them on their bad day Right. You only get a small glimpse of it, you yeah. know, a three three by three by six screen yeah. of their life. Yeah. It's not our job to judge them in this situation and it's our job to come alongside them when we can. Yeah. You know, if if we're really questioning what they're doing. Yeah, if something is biblically unsound, it's our job, I think, as not to an unbeliever. 
but to another believer to come alongside them yeah. and say, hey, we need to look at this. And that's the importance of having good people around you, having someone that can call out your crap. Say, hey, I don't, I don't think that that's right what you did there. Right. Are you sure you're going down the right road? Yeah. Are you, are you sure that's what you need to do? Yeah. Having those people in your life is very important. I wanted to end this episode with how Jesus put this and um, ending with the red letters in the Bible. I went to Matthew seven sixteen, and also Matthew 12, but Matthew seven sixteen reads, you can identify them by their fruit. That is by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So this is saying, you're going to see yeah. the healthy fruit yeah. and you're going to want to eat from that healthy fruit tree. Yeah. You're not going to be able to go and pick it from the grumpy old man, <laughs> you know, cause he's calloused and like, you're not going to get, you're not going to go to him and say, Hey, can I get a cup of sugar? Yeah. You're going to go to the guy across the street, your neighbor, your good neighbor that waves to you. Yeah. And tells you hi every morning. You're going to go to him and you're going to knock on his door at midnight. You're not going to the grumpy old man's house to to get this fruit. Well, I think cuz the grumpy old man isn't showing fruit. He doesn't right. he's not he doesn't have the fruit. But you can tell when someone does have the fruit, is working out their salvation, is doing having those good deeds come out of their faith in Jesus Christ. And I think you'll, you'll know when people do have that cause they're not, you know, they're not leaving rude comments on Facebook pages, um, condemning people for talking about Jesus or something. Yeah. Like he's dead. Get over it. Yeah. People are just well, rude on Facebook. You know what? <laughs> I kind of did get over it and I brought him into my life and my life changed. Yeah. Like, there you go. We're not going to go to that guy. Right, that's yeah. dropping rude comments on our page and and ask him for five loaves of bread. Yeah, because we have guests coming into town. Yeah, we're gonna go to the good neighbor. Yep. Even if the good neighbor is like further down the road, we're gonna say, "Hey, I really, I really need some help." And I think in our lives, when we have problems, um, we go to those people that we think or that at least look like, you know, they they have something of value that I could get from that. You know what I mean? Like if I'm having issues in marriage, I'm going to go to someone that I know has a good marriage. So you're going to go, you're going to be attracted to those people that are showing good fruit. Right. Matthew 12, 33. Once again, red letters in the Bible. A tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruits will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. Verse 34, your Broad of snakes, how could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. Verse 35, a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. There you go. That's a good way to sum it up. It is. I like that. What's in your heart? Yep. Once again, Jesus just saying... You're gonna you're gonna see who's producing good fruit and yeah. who's not, and you're gonna you're gonna be able to identify those people. And if their heart's not in the right place, they're gonna they're gonna produce 
sour apples. Yeah. If they're working for their salvation, it's not going to taste the same. That sour, it's going to be a sour apple. Yeah. It's not going to be that good apple that comes from getting an apple from Christ, accepting yeah. Christ's grace and taking that nice, juicy, grainy Smith. Those right. are my favorites. Oh. So, hey, that's what we got. Um, let let us know. Jump over to our Facebook page and let us know. Um, we'll have this video um, up on our Facebook page and let us know what you think. Did you think we were uh, right in any of this? We're wrong in any of this? Let us know how you feel. Jump on our Facebook page or Instagram. One last thing, I think, before we end the show, I just want to let everyone out there know that's been listening and supporting us um, with all the amazing things that you've said. Um, we do want to say it is official. By the time you're listening to this episode, we will have dropped our official merchandise, Two Fish merchandise um, line of clothing. And we're super excited about it because it looks sharp. It does. It does. So head on over to either Instagram or Facebook page where you can find the link um, to our store where you can purchase these um, items. We're not we're not trying to make a bunch of money, um, and we will probably end up donating a lot of the money. Um, but what we want to do is we want to um, get our logo out there so that you guys that support the channel can um, wear it and spread the news of the Two Fish Podcast and spread the news of Jesus Christ. So. Um, go to our Facebook page, go to our Instagram page, check out the links, check out the posts that will guide you to that store. Anything else? Nah, I think that's it. Thanks All right. for joining us and we look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Two Fish Podcast where we try to keep biblical truth simple. Make sure you go check out our Facebook page and our Instagram page. Hit those like, subscribe, and share buttons and make sure you keep coming back.